This is the 60 Plus Podcast. I'm Joe. And I'm Janet. And we are having our first podcast on 60 Plus. It's about being 60 Plus and... It was Janet's idea. So Janet, was it really? It really I don't was. know. It I don't really know if was. I could take full credit for it. I, I think I have to give credit to Mezcal, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, there may have been some Mezcal involved. <laughs> yeah. So you know, why are we doing this? You know, I told a few people, like, "Hey, I'm doing this podcast." The big question is, why? You know, what what is this about? I have to say, I haven't really admitted that I'm 60 plus until this moment. And I am now even to yourself, even to myself, I've been in complete denial. And now I'm going public with it. And you know, instead of trying to hide, uh, you know, from the fact, I'm going to embrace these years, because they're going to be good ones. They're going to be good ones. And we only have so many left, right? Oh, please. <laughs> I don't even want to think about that. Oh, uh, you, know? you, you don't think about it? I think you start, you know, you stop counting in years and you start counting in days at some point, you know? <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. We kind of talked a little bit of, earlier about what this episode was going to be about. This right. is episode one. I think we talked about some stereotypes. Yeah, we did. We did. And, you know, I, I think that... I, I do want to talk about that, but I want to start with this sort of positive view of being 60 plus because, you know, I've been kind of hiding from it. You know, somebody will ask me, well, how old are you? And who uh, asks you that? Yeah. You know, well, like guys in bars, you know, like, why is that the first question when you're out? Like, how old are you? I'm like, hi, my name's Janet. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> why is that important? Is that going to change? if you're interested in me or not. So usually I say, how old do you think I am? And I just hope and pray it's younger than I actually am. So what do they usually say? Well, I've had as low as 45. Wow, good for of you. Of course, the lighting in the bar was very dim, you know, very dark, you know, which is good. Lighting is very beneficial. Lighting is beneficial. <laughs> but I think it also depends upon how old the person that's asking the question is. Because I remember it's got to be a good 16, 17 years ago. And I was, I was starting a new job. I was buying some clothes at Kohl's. I go to the cashier and the cashier, young lady, said, will you be using your senior discount today? <laughs> and I said, no. And good thing this is not a tipping situation. <laughs> when you're younger... You everybody's know, old. Everybody, everybody's <laughs> old, right? Yeah, it's all relative, for sure. For okay. sure. I mean, to an 80-year-old, you know, 60-plus is in your prime. You're your kid. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, And that's kind of how I feel most of the time. My body, on the other hand, <laughs> has a few other thoughts for me. I'm basically ignoring that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to ignore. Especially in the morning. Oh, the morning is when the worst. When you wake up and you're wake... like, you try to get out of bed and you just did something that you shouldn't have done at your age. <laughs> what, get out of bed? <laughs> yeah, especially at like five in the morning. Let's not even talk about that. <laughs> well, so well, let's talk about sleep, mm. right? Uh, yeah. I have no trouble. But I have, I have many friends who really have difficulty sleeping. Well, so you're not a female. I mean, think about I'm all not. the women. I, I'm not. <laughs> think about all the women like going through menopause. Like that's one of the really hard things that you go through. Like you're up at 2.30 in the morning every day and you can't sleep for like hours. And why, your, why is your that? hair what? feels like it's it's set on fire and you know and then the next I wish I moment. had hair to feel like it was set on fire <laughs> or more hair anyway. 
because sleep is a, you know, it's a really important thing. I mean, we talk about aging, right? And staying healthy and, you know, sleep is that critical factor. We all need more. But I blame my, you know, 17-year-old dog for waking me up at five in the morning. Now, see, she's a good example of living life to its fullest. Well, right? How old is she in dog years? I oh, can't God, do the math like in my head. Well over 100. You know, multiply it by seven. That's, that's old. I'm going to get my calculator. But, you know, she sleeps a lot. And that's how she, like, keeps it together. 119. And she, and she always gets excited about her treats. Like, that's what we have to do. We have to stay positive. So I am flipping the script on this. Oh, my God, I just turned 60. Oh, I don't want anybody to know. I'm like, yes, I am 60, and I am proud of it. And these are starting amazing years, right? There are good things about being 60-plus, right, Joe? Do you know anything good about being 60 plus? Well, you get the senior discount. <laughs> right. Right. Have you used any senior discounts? Well, I had to say uh, at the golf course. Yep. I'm golfing now. That's what 60 plus people do, right? <laughs> and uh, yeah, How do you I, feel after 18 holes? You know, I don't do 18. Oh. <laughs> so, so I feel great because I'm only, you know, nine and done. Okay. So that's good. Yeah. Golf is not my favorite thing to do. The movies are cheaper. The movies are cheaper. I've asked this question to a few people, and some people have said, you just don't care anymore. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to say what I want. And, yeah, life is good. I really am supportive of that, especially do what you want. I'm at that point now where I'm like, what am I waiting for? So do you have a bucket list? To do a podcast. Okay. (laughs) All right. We'll put a pencil check mark. Next to that bucket list item. Right, right. Hopefully yeah. not just one. Right. right. Well, yeah, we've got to get a few episodes in before you can make it pen. Right? right, exactly. But, you know, this idea of busting stereotypes, I love this. And I think that that's a main thing about what we want to do on this podcast is, you know, whether that's guest speakers or what. I would get Martha Stewart, you know, who's just on the uh, cover of Sports Illustrated. Right? Get her to sign up. Look pretty good, on. too. Yeah, right? Pilates. Although, I think I think they overdid the makeup a bit. It didn't really look like her. Yeah, well, you know, makeup is your friend. Other benefits of being 60 plus. You said you can say what you want, right? Well, yeah. Within limits. Within limits. Within limits. But more so than when you were 40. Yeah. I think you learn boundaries, too. In theory, you should learn early on. You don't know boundaries. Me? Oh, yeah. I'm still working on it. (laughs) I don't know. I just, I think that there are a lot of good things. I think you become freer in a way to do more of what you've always wanted to do creative you know outlets I think creativity is enhanced I don't know why but I really do believe that so there are some good things and I think that we are going to bust these myths we're going to talk about these good things we're going to try to be inspirational on this podcast and really make 60 plus the best time of your life so when was the first time you felt old? Ooh, I, I have two. I have two things. Yeah, you know, I don't think it's. I don't think I've ever felt really old. Oh, I should say older. I think it's more other people's reaction, or you you go somewhere and you realize you're the oldest person, or you know, now when you go to holiday events, you're like, oh wow, I'm the older generation now, and so it's that pers- that outside in perspective that makes you feel old rather than the inside out. You know, I still feel really, really young. 
in, in my mind, I'm still 35. Right. I've, except for in the morning when you get up and the knees don't do right. quite what they're supposed and to do. Sometimes I'm still too, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I felt older, I was pulled over by a police officer for going yeah. a little faster than I should. And the cop came up to the car and I looked and I said, you're not old enough to be a cop. It's just not. <laughs> the second time was when I got that first AARP envelope in the mail. Oh, that just made me mad. Right? I, I just ripped that puppy right up. <laughs> it went right in the garbage. I'm like, what are you sending this to me for? This is not right. So it's the American Association of Retired Persons or People. Yeah. I wasn't retired. No, right. No. All right. So what are some of the other stereotypes? It's not a stereotype, but it's something that seems to have come in vogue over the last couple of years. And it's younger people saying... Okay, boomer. Yeah. What's up with that? I don't know. And it's like, define a boomer for me. So I actually uh, had this conversation um, with some Gen Z peeps. What's Gen Z? Gen Z is like age, I don't know, 15 to 25 around there. So they're young, which means relatively speaking, we're super, super old. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, well, what defines a boomer? And they're like, they read newspapers. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> well, you know, I think some of the Gen Z could afford to read a newspaper or two. Yeah, right. Gen Z, 15 to 25, that's, that's a very broad – I mean, 15 years old, you're a freshman or a sophomore in high school. Right. And 25, you, you're out of college, maybe into graduate school, maybe married. My kids' could friends be, are be, married. Yeah. One of them has a kid. Yeah. So, so that's a big range. That's the problem with demographics, right? And that's the problem with lumping everybody into this boomer demographic. Like, what does that mean exactly? And that's why we need to redefine that. All right. So how are we going to do that? What are we, how are we going to bust through these stereotypes? Well, I think leading by example, number one, can't keep us down. We are not stopping. And... I, again, I get back to doing all those things that you said you wanted to do for so many years and never did, and now's the time. Okay. Right. Do, do you have friends that are retired? I have friends that are retired. I have a very wide scope of friends, I have to say, from well, an friends, age standpoint. Okay, but friends around your age. Yeah, definitely. I also have friends that have retired and then have gone back to work. You know, in a completely different mode. So redefining who you are and what you do is this is a great point in time to do that. Your kids are probably out of the house, hopefully. You have time. Uh, let's put a pin in that for a second. There's a real sizable part of the population that the kids aren't out of the house. And the kids are well into their 20s and into their 30s and... Does that whole, you know, stereotype of living in mom's basement. What do you think about that? I, I, I couldn't wait to get out of the house. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just a different, you know, world that we live in. And I, for practical matters, sometimes you can't get out of the house and, and as much as you'd like to. But from the perspective of the parent, does that keep you focused on your child when you could, in theory, say this is a time of your life where you can start to turn more inward and what is it that you want and spend more time and energy focusing on that. So we have friends that are retired. We have friends that have grandkids. I have a daughter that's going to get married uh, this year and it's got me to start thinking about grandkids. Hmm. I don't know. I can get my mind around that. 
I'm because I'm still 35 in my head. Right, exactly. And I'm still, uh, you know, I'm really thinking about that. My daughter's about to get married. I think your daughter's about to get married yeah. too. And, you know, she is kind of intimated that she's only going to wait a little while and she's going to start thinking about having children. And I'm like, well, that means I had to start thinking about being a grandparent. Well, I want to be number one babysitter, so I'm really going to embrace this. And somebody asked me, well, how do you feel about somebody calling you grandma? And I'm like, I think it's amazing. I think it's great. And we are going to have so much fun because I'm not going to be the grandma. My grandparents, I loved my grandparents. And it, I was looking at it through the, the lens of a much younger person. But they were older than I was. I mean, oh, yeah. They, were, they'd seen, they weren't older in age, but they were older in their personality. They were older in the way they dressed. They were old in every respect that I can Absolutely. think of. They were much older. I just have an image of my grandmother in a, one of a, a spinny chair with her knitting needles, you know, and we used to play pinochle, right? You know, that was, <laughs> so I don't see that as my grandmahood. These kids are going to get run around. I'm going to exhaust them is what I'm going to do. You think. <laughs> you think. So so what else? What, what other stereotypes are we going to bust through on the, on the podcast? So I had another friend tell me that they, they live in the city, actually, and they feel invisible. There's like this moment that happens when they become invisible. They're retired. You know, they're walking down the street. Nobody sees you. They, they th- think it's about a 50-50 run. You know, they live in Boston, right? This got a lot of young people. And half of them will actually say hello or at least nod to you. And the other half just kind of walk right by and like you don't exist. And that's a feeling that that comes. Whether that's real fact or fiction, I don't know. But, it could just be a perception. Right. So that might be somebody uh, internalizing their age and saying, I'm not seen anymore. Right. Because they're looking at younger people differently than they did when they were younger. Possibly, yeah. So I think it's a matter, a lot of this is a matter of perspective, which is why I kind of want to flip everything on its head. Getting old is an honor in a way, right? Having that every day, you know, to look forward to. It's a beautiful day today. And just being excited about all the possibilities that every day can bring. And I know that sort of sounds kind of crunchy granola, but it is a gift. And so no whining, no complaining. (laughs) Let's just get on with it. Don't hesitate. Let's just go, go, go. Do what you want to do with the rest of your life that you have. Because it can be taken away. It can be. It can be. All right. So let's, what what are some other benefits of of being 60 plus? You know, the bucket list. We talked a little briefly about that, right? You get to make a bucket list. Okay. Now, whether or not you do it, that's another subject. What are the perceived barriers that we throw upon ourselves because we're 60 plus? And how can we bust through them? So it's not just the stereotypes that other people throw on us, but it's the stereotypes we throw on ourselves. Some other things that I think that we want to cover in the podcast in future episodes, health issues. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, and health insurance. Health. <laughs> <laughs> Finances. 
Finances become very yeah, important. How do you like plan for retirement, mm-hmm. for the retirement that you want? Relationships. Relationships change as you get older. Oh, boy. My relationships with my kids is very different than it was five, ten years ago. They're adults now. They're on their own. They right. live away. Some people are divorced. Some people are still married. Like Some people are widowed. Of people are divorced, um, statistically speaking. Yep. At some point, dating. Are dating for the first time. <laughs> uh, yeah. Going online to date for the first time. That is a different We could probably thing. do 20 episodes just on that. Because back when I was dating, I don't want to say how many years ago, but it was in the decades. Many moons ago. There was... There was no internet, so there was no online dating. No, maybe that was a good thing. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I think on balance is a good thing. But all those things are things that we're going to cover in the future. What else, what else would you like to cover going forward? Well, I really would like to continue to hear from everybody in this you know, age group, not just us talking about what we've experienced, but everybody that we know. Like, Can we have call-ins? I don't know. Should we have guests? Definitely. And I'd love to have people on here who have broken through the mold and are doing things that are incredible for the first time in their lives. So 60 plus to me is a beginning, not an end. It's a good way to look at it. If people have ideas for what they'd like to see us cover in the show, they can send an email to us. We just have a temporary email address right now. It's 60 plus podcast at gmail.com. So it's six zero and then everything else is spelled out. Sixty plus podcast at gmail.com. And people can send us an email with some ideas for what they'd like to see covered in the show. Keep it civil. Keep it nice. Don't make fun. This is a new thing for us too. <laughs> and uh, we're going out a limb here. <laughs> we are. Was this a bucket list item for you? Was Yeah, you know, I think that I don't know. Every day list? is something new. <laughs> Good, and that's a good thing. That's a good yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, if if you're doing the same thing day in day out, yeah. my gosh! I mean, gets... I just started teaching a dance class, for for example. You know, that was something I've always danced for quite a few years, and finally, I was like, "There's no good place to dance around here. I'm just going to start teaching." So it's never too late. What are the ages of the people in your dance class? Oh gosh, nineteen to sixty plus. <laughs> <laughs> really. How do the 19-year-olds interact with the 60-plus people? It's been great, really great, because the thing about dance is it is a leveler. It does take everything off the table, and you're just dancing together. And plus, the dance that I do is, you know, it's a little bit of hip-hop. It's a little bit of Latin. Hip-hop, what's that? (laughs) Hip-hop, you know. It's fun, and everybody can enjoy it. So it's a leveler for sure. All right. Is there anything else you want to mention before you wrap up? Do you want to touch on any other subjects? Because this is our inaugural podcast. We, we just kind of wanted to riff a little bit about what the podcast is going to be about and some of the stereotypes that we encounter. And you've, you've got some notes in front yeah, of us. So. Yeah, I, I do have a few notes. <clears throat> well, they're hitting you the trends. Remember anything? Like, well, you know, we're busting stereotypes, but we also want to talk about like what's trending, you know, uh, like 60 plus, you know, like pickleball. Pickleball. <laughs> That's how Janet and I actually met, was playing That's pickleball. Right. pickleball. Um, and how Dude, fun is that? Well, so I have friends that play pickleball, and I have other friends that make fun of us for playing pickleball. But I read the other day that the average age of pickleball players is under 35. See? And Factor fiction. 
I think people that make fun of pickleball don't understand it. And they've never played. They've never tried. And they don't realize that it actually is exercise. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Especially if you're playing, you know, competitively, right? Not that we're competitive, but at our level, but it's just a. This it is depends a who pretty, we're playing with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have a few, few uh, people who get a little hardcore on the court. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we also have very lovely, lovely people playing and side out. So politely. <laughs> uh, all right. So pickleball, any, any other subjects or things you want to mention before we wrap up? I don't up? know, Joe. What do you think? I think that there's lots of ground to cover. I told you before we started recording that I looked for another podcast. I listen to a lot of podcasts, all kinds. And I looked for another podcast that might cover some of the same subjects. And there were some that would cover like a narrow bucket of what we plan to cover but that's it so there might be just health issues right but but we want to be a little we want to more of a, a general broad yeah i mean yeah. we don't even have a category for this right there's, no we, there's no category here you no know? we have to when you when you create a podcast inside baseball a little bit when you create a podcast you have to assign a category to it and there really wasn't even a good category. No, I wanted to go comedy, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't really but we're not comedy. <laughs> and, you know, we wanted to go health because we want to talk about being healthy, mind, body, spirit type of thing. That doesn't really c- completely describe what we're doing. So we went society and culture. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I guess the best we could do. All right. They were probably millennials that created the categories. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a subject we didn't talk about. We want to trash millennials. Is that a- <laughs> sure? All right, let's 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 do that. Only for the a ones that call us boomers. <laughs> okay, boomer. Okay, boomer. And you know, I've I've had people say that to me a couple of times, and it comes from such a cocky, arrogant place that they think they understand what they're saying. Right. And they don't. And they don't understand what I'm saying. They don't understand the experience and knowledge that I have and why I might be doing or saying something that they don't fully grasp. Right, right. Yeah, there is like a sort of entitled view of, you know, okay, you know, pat pat you on your head, you know, I, I've got this. Um, because I'm a millennial, I can behave that way. I was just talking to somebody about this. They took a job and and the the younger people that they work with are like, don't worry, we, we'll do that. You know, like they're not capable. Like how insulting is that? It takes a lot to insult me. I'm like my, <laughs> my skin has gotten so much thicker over the years. That's another good thing about getting older. Oh, yeah. No. Thicker skin, right? Thicker you skin. don't take things personally. I, I don't take things personally. Yep. People people say things and, oh, I'm sorry. You know, it's like... What? <laughs> you got bigger things to worry exactly, about. Exactly, like my knees. <laughs> <laughs> Getting out of bed in the morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so I think I think we've kind of laid the groundwork for what we have coming in the future. Uh, I think we plan to do this on a weekly basis. Yes, we can try that. And if you have an idea for what you would like us to cover uh, or – you come across an article or a YouTube video or... Or you want to be a guest. Or you want to be a guest. You can send an email to 60pluspodcast at gmail.com. That's 60plus, all spelled out, podcast at gmail.com. And this is 60plus with Janet and Joe. Janet? Hey. Did Did you have fun? I did have fun and that's the most important part of this. All right. Having fun. All right. That's it for this episode of 60 Plus with Janet and Joe. And we'll talk to you real soon. Bye.